been over 25 years since doing a tent crusade for a group of black churches in a community on the edge of Colorado Springs. Every night, we would have gangsters come to the tent's edge. Crime was extremely high there. We were staying right on the grounds in our RVs when a police officer knocked on my door one night about 11.30. I have a summons here for you to appear for disturbing the peace. I just told him, what do you mean? There's no peace here to disturb. He felt bad, but had to follow the law, and yet he said, you know, since you've been here, crime in the area has really dropped. I'm Terry Hardicle with Life Journeys, a much needed perspective on why God allows the trials in our lives that often moves us to the very edge. Much of America's problem today is stemming from people having a victim's mentality instead of seeing what God is doing. As a veteran, one of my pet peeves is when people see something outrageous happening with either the racial unrest or the COVID-19 pandemic. The first thing they do is try to inform everyone what they perceive their enemy is doing. When in a battle, what we need to be doing is listening to what the enemy is saying and see what he's doing, but then turn to our commander, our heavenly commander, and see what he's doing and hear what he's saying, and then report that. We can either believe the enemy's report or God's report. Which do you think is going to work for us? There are too many people out there with fear, insecurity, and desperation. They're hurting. They keep hearing what's happening with very few answers. We need to learn to focus on the answers. Find out how we can be delivered from our own religious victimization that is often characterized by gossip, slander, criticism, division, and legalism in the church. Things that have hurt us over the years. We need to learn how to overcome carnality with grace. And then we'll have some solid answers to give others with a victim's mentality. Why was I being taken to court? Even the police knew it wasn't right. I remember the day the rest of the team left. I was standing in a phone booth in the rain, trying to find an attorney who would take my case. Finally, I found one who advised me. On the day of the plea, I said, not guilty. The host pastor pled guilty just to settle it. My attorney told me that they were just trying to collect some court fees but if I pled innocent, the case would be dismissed. So I left for Minnesota, and he represented me, and the case was dismissed. The attorney's fees were exactly what the fine would have been if I had been convicted. What was God teaching me? You see, in every trial, there is the voice of our commander-in-chief with his battle plan. His advice here? You need to learn to let go of the things that really don't matter. You're going to need to learn to prepare yourself in this way to properly wage warfare against the things that do matter. We're in a battle today in America that does matter, but it's not going to be won by carnal standards and carnal wisdom or with human expectations of what victory will look like. When I was in Colorado Springs, I asked God one night, why did you make some people black and some white? I had been enjoying our time there. I remember telling one congregation on Sunday, Where have you people been all my life? 
I truly enjoyed their enthusiastic love for God. But to my surprise, when I asked God why there were distinct races and colors of skin, he answered me. There was a time when the earth was of one language. The people said, let us build a city and a tower whose top may reach unto heaven. And let us make us a name, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. If as one people speaking the same language, they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. That's from Genesis chapter 11, verse 6. He said to me, If people are united by anything other than believing in me, they will be dangerous. Men striving for global unity will unite against God if they are not believers. Jesus Christ is the only one with the love, justice, mercy, wisdom, and faithfulness necessary to rightly bring men together. Now, that being true, the fundamental plan of God in this present war we face in America is to bring His kingdom into a purity, divine purpose, in a heavenly faith that allows him to govern our hearts. We are seeing the result of driving God out of our government, our education, and entertainment. We're being propelled towards a form of government called socialism where there is no place for God. If America ever falls into Marxist global values, there will be no stopping a one-world government. And then... We will be facing the great tribulation outlined in the book of Revelation. God simply will not stand for a world united against him, for it will cost the eternal lives of too many souls. Don't despise the times of trials that come to seemingly threaten your very life. God has been preparing you in basic training to be able to overcome. The trial is never about the trial. It's about hearing the voice of God following His Holy Spirit, and living in faith under pressure. Listen, we aren't going to win this battle simply at the ballot box. Without God governing the human heart, our democracy will eventually fail, because it requires the hearts of its citizens, the ones who comprise the government, to be themselves governed by God with their inalienable rights. But when men miss the point of liberty, things begin to degenerate. Liberty must be governed by responsibility or anarchy will result. We are made free by God that we may serve Him. Sin binds the soul. That's why true liberty begins with understanding the commandments of God. These responsibilities govern our lives in the kingdom or government of God. At the point of this message being written, the church seems to have largely missed its commander's voice. This isn't a political battle at heart, nor is it an ideological battle over how our civil rights are determined. God has allowed this to set His church apart from the world in a wholehearted effort to get totally clean before Him. That's the blueprint for end-time battle plans outlined in Revelation's opening chapters. If you will focus on God's purposes for these trials, you may find yourself standing in the rain, being falsely accused after doing God's will, but keep your eyes on the Lord's will. Learn what He wants of you. Allow His majesty to move you to a place of peace and freedom. And 
if you will, you will find peace in this present storm. That is the only battle that's going to matter.